Hello and welcome to the Rotherham United podcast. Um, ben is not quite ready, apparently. <laughs> oh, no, no, I forgot something there. So. Apologies for the, to the, to the terrible sound there, everybody. Ben was uh, in for a minute. I thought he'd fallen off his chair. I did. Not quite the professional start I was hoping for. Um, you know, that's, <laughs> well, that's life, I suppose. Um, that one's on me. <laughs> So start again. Hello, welcome to the uh, Rotherham United podcast. Uh, this is the review show for the fantastic win uh, against Middlesbrough on Wednesday night. And we'll also be looking ahead to Saturday uh, in what will be a very, very tough game uh, against Swansea City. Um, last night, we've had, what, a day to think about it as we're recording on Thursday night. Uh, ben? Are your thoughts still as positive and as glowing as they were yesterday? Even better. Because you just had a bad time to reflect on how good it is for, you know, our league position. Uh everything. It's just such a good result. Confidence at team. Uh, it sends mm. a message to everybody else. It's a perfect result, really. Couldn't have asked for any better. In my opinion. No, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. I, I... I was a bit frightened, to be honest, at the beginning of the game. I thought, I felt if we lost, had we lost last night, it would have, it, it would, it would have not been great, obviously, because it would have not one of our games in handoff, and you know we'd have been still significantly behind Derby, really. Um, so I was really happy, really happy when I mean, well, yeah, fantastic result, unbelievable result, really. Um, can't fault it. Can't fault the performance, the result. I've got nothing bad to say about it. Our performance. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. It was uh, superb. We should have, should and could have been. It could have been five or six nil, uh, and that wouldn't have been an unfair reflection on the game, would it? No, I think it should have been. It should have been. I mean, the, the, to be fair, if, if you're going to be hypercritical, Crooks should have scored uh, at least one more uh, with that one-on-one yeah. with the keeper. Uh, that that. Break in the second half where we broke like Barcelona. Richard uh, Wood broke like Lionel Messi. Let me rephrase that. Richard Wood broke like Lionel Messi. <laughs> um, the, the 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 finish from Crooks took. I took a touch too many. Uh, that would have been an unbelievable goal, and, and but he should have done better with the finish. So I am being very very critical, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, looking at the overall performance. So it could and probably should have been four or five. Completely agree. Um, ben, Michael Smith, we talked about this, like we did a live show, we didn't watch, uh, we did a live show on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter after the show and we could not have heaped more praise on Michael Smith. It was it was, it was, was as good as individual performance in a Rotherham shirt in a very, very long time. If he plays like that, he'll be in Premier League. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, that one-on-one that he had in the start of the game, you know, mm. we basically skim the post. A, a yes. year ago, two years ago, that goes miles wide. I, I think a year ago, he didn't even take shot on. Yeah. I, yeah. 
I was just thinking that, but it was ridiculous, unplayable. Nothing, there was just nothing you can do. It was strong, he held it up well, uh, he won everything in the air. You know, quite quick as well, wasn't it? Didn't, yeah, you know, when we were into them channels, it weren't yeah. slow. Obviously, yeah. took penalty, kept composure. Uh, didn't that guy try saying to him, can't remember what he's uh, uh, lines of um, that. Uh, he basically saying to Smithy that Smithy, he don't believe in Smithy, Smithy don't even believe in himself. Yeah. Um, and then Crooks told him what for after he buried it. <laughs> yeah. that, that picture, that picture yeah. tells a thousand words. You know, even if even if you cut Morsi out of the picture, it tells a thousand words of a team that are absolutely playing together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, it's fantastic. Uh, I love that picture. I've put it on the thumbnail for uh, for this for this video as well, so that'll be up there, up there on YouTube. And uh, there's a bit like, I think somebody's put it out on social media somewhere that, that pictures like that are the ones that should be adorning the dressing room walls, really, shouldn't they? To show what, you know, what it means to uh, to the players. Because it's fantastic, great. And to show, show other teams, this is this is what we're about. If you're coming at yeah. us, you best, you best be good, because otherwise this is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, Smith was unplayable. Uh, Mick, um, you know what is it? I think it's five goals in six games. Um, yeah. Is yeah, six goals this season. He only got eight last time at Championship. Is getting that consistency of finding. I know it's, I know it's a penalty, but yeah, but Bethany pulled off a wonder save to stop him getting a very very good header. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he's he doesn't look a different player. He just looks at a slightly higher level than he did last time. He does, and. I, it's it's just sitting his straps in here, and mm. it, the, the the key to the key to with, with Michael Smith is he's he's gone in and out of periods of a season, and to you know it, it'll he'll have five or six decent games or three or four decent games, and then he'll drop out of uh, drop out of form again. Uh, yeah. it, at the moment, he seems to be holding that form, but I mean a, a massive amount of that is going to have to be confidence, isn't it? Uh, yeah. And, and after the way he's played in these last few games. Confidence, he can. Is, is one thing he is not going to be short of. He's been outstanding. Yeah. yeah, he came back in against QPR, didn't he? Which was mm. in November time, and his score yeah. goal was fantastic. Yeah. Since then, he's been he's been very very good. Yeah, he has. Back in he a few has. times. Uh, we've been looking for somebody to partner him. Yeah, uh, we've been looking for somebody to partner him. Freddie's not up to it. It's shown he's not up to it, in my view. Uh, Hurst, I'll come on to Hurst after from last night, but Hurst is, is really probably not up to it. Uh, so that's it. Oh, it's, it's, it's him or it's Crooksy or nobody else. Uh, and Crooksy wasn't playing particularly well, was he? Up until yeah. probably a similar sort of time. Uh, it was well into the season before before he started to um, to really sort of hit his, hit his straps as well. So. Yeah, yeah, Crooks were fantastic. He took, he took his goal really, really well. Such a difficult goal. They talked about on on the Football League Show Quest about how much of a difficult technique that is, Ben. It's coming out of the sky and you sort of have to take, take yourself back a little bit and then you on it. The Crooks' Valley? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was ridiculous. I think, what, was it um, Everton that had basically an identical volley against where it would nearly touch it and he went miles wide? It wasn't like a big chance or anything, but... Yeah, he took it so well. I thought mm. keeper might have saved it. I didn't think it was going in when he hit it. If I'm, I being didn't. Honest. But he saw it. The keeper saw it very, yeah. very, very late. Yeah, you saw that on the on the yeah. replay. But 
<clears throat> yeah, didn't take his eye off it. Caught it near beautifully, uh, well enough. Yeah. You know, it weren't top corner, break net, Bolly, James Rodriguez, World <laughs> Cup style, but, you know, it were, <laughs> it did job, didn't it? Yeah. That's what you need in championship. You catch it that well, it's going in. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it was Matt Crook's 20th goal for the club um, in all competitions, which for not a striker, it's really, really, really good. Especially return, only, yeah, I'm gonna say, is it, yeah, I'm going to say it's not like he'd been here 10 years either. Yeah. Uh, really, really good. Um, Michael Smith with a penalty. Um, Mick, was it a penalty? Uh, I, I think it probably was a penalty. Okay. Just about, um, it, I think the goalkeeper went for the ball. The ball had already gone. Icky had got some momentum. Um, he po possibly could have pulled out of it, but I, the goalkeeper's positioning is such that Icky mm. has now got to move out of his way. You know, so he's, he's essentially impe impeding him. He's impeding yeah. his progress across that the front of the box, whether or not. I mean, a foul doesn't have to be. There doesn't have to be any physical contact for a foul, does there? No. You know, if you're stopping a player getting the ball when the ball's not there, it's a foul uh, or obstruction, one of the two. Um, yeah, I think it probably was a penalty. Uh, I, I don't know whether uh, Neil Warnock saying he were offside. Um, Apparently. I haven't said that. Having said that, Neil Warnock was saying Ladapo were offside, which is a fair call, to be honest, because he weren't even on pitch. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know whether he were or he weren't, but I think probably, I yes, it was a penalty. Ben, I, when I when I watched it, I saw the ball go flying over at bar. I thought, oh, yeah. what a fantastic opportunity. And then it took me a minute, or 30 seconds or so, to realise, yeah, he's blue for a penalty here. He didn't, he didn't, we didn't see the blow. I can't remember what oh. happened to the uh, the camera, camera. but we just did yeah. uh, Beckin and um, the other guy, I think it's Sam Todd, is it? Just say, uh, yeah, we're not Beckin? Whatever, whoever on commentary said they were having penalty. I was like, what? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's iffy, isn't it? Because there's he's very minimal contact. Mm. But if he doesn't like jump over it, he snaps his leg in half. Well, yeah, I think. Well, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, he takes him out and could get yeah. injured. So I don't know. It's one of them, isn't it, where he has to jump, but if he doesn't, it's a foul. So mm. well, it's referee's call for me. Yeah, that point. Um, and then Ryan Giles on debut the day after his 21st birthday. Um, Borough pushing for the game, to be fair. You know, yeah. they're 2 0 down in the 90, 90 plus two, plus two, two or three minutes, as it says there. Um, but he held his run when Wiles had the ball. It took a while for Wiles to get the ball under control properly so he mm. could, so could play. Giles held that run really, really well and timed it. Basically, to perfection, mate. Yeah, he did, and I think a bit of credit here has to go to Ben Wiles as well, mm. because initially it looks like he's holding on to the ball too long, but that pass yeah. was perfect. It was perfectly weighted, and he got the defender wrong-footed as well. Uh, mm. So he obviously waited to get into that position. Uh, it was a perfect pass, uh, and it, let's be fair, probably a bit of a lucky finish. Took a deflection off the off the defender and went through goalie's legs, but just prior to that. He he's he's already he's already won me over from his first touch of the ball. You know, <laughs> it comes out to him at left wing. Uh, he's 21 years old. He's making his debut against a, a team pushing for championship, and all he does, he knocks it past the player and goes, "See ya." He's <laughs> off in it. You know I mean, he was, like, he was just brimming yeah. with confidence. 
questions and he left them for dead. Um, mm. I, I, I do like the look. I do like the look of him. Um, having said that, I could quite easily see Trevor Clark doing exactly the same thing. Potentially, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, I'm not going to complain. Uh, mm. Not at all. Uh, it looks like we've got a good one there. For, and hopefully, for the rest of the season, well, it is for the rest of the season. So, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's his first goal in the Championship. He did score last season for Shrewsbury in League One. First, he, he hadn't scored for Coventry this season. Um, uh, a couple of the sort of stats. Uh, Wes Harding's now made 25 appearances for the club. Which is we're now twenty third game of the season. Obviously, some they, those, those include cup games as well. Um, he's been fantastic. And Clark Robertson came on. That's his fiftieth fiftieth league appearance for the club. Um, good to see Clark Robertson gradually getting some game time after his injury. Yeah. Um, ben on somebody else was come back from injury and had a really good game, in my opinion. Sean McDonald. Um, yeah. he's, ne- he's never does the pretty doesn't do the pretty things. Um, yeah. He just works hard and just gets stuck in and just breaks the game up, and he did it really, really well. I forgot they were playing really in the first twenty. But in a good minutes, way. Which, for his position, for what he yeah. does, is that's good way. You know, he's not a playmaker. He's not a ballast type player. He's just going to sit there and do dirty work. And for him to not be noticed is a good thing. Because if mm. he was being noticed, it means he's making mistakes in that type yeah, of position. Yeah. But I agree. Yeah, he played quality. Um, I think Ballas said he was ill. Well, he didn't say he was ill, but I think he. So, don't know what situations with that, but you know, if Barlas, unless Barlas is hundred percent, then well, I don't see why not. I don't see why he should get taken out of the team. It, it, the, the only issue is that it came off on the hourish mark, looking very tired. Well, I haven't um, played a game since whenever three months yeah. ago, whatever three months ago. So. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's good we're getting them back in. Um, the talk was that Chiu and Sadler might be on the bench for the Swansea game. If they're back on, it gives us a weapon off the bench potentially. A uh, weapon, they are. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, it gives you two weapons, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, some some electric pace, and it's not as though we're short of that on pitch already, is it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so there's some really really cracking performances last night. Very very difficult, as we talked about in the in the post match uh, live stream to to pick a man of the match. I think we all probably plump for uh, for Smithy, but. There were a lot of good candidates for that. A lot of candidates for that. Yeah, there were a couple not mentioned. We haven't mentioned Ola Sunday, who were outstanding. Jamie Lindsay were fantastic. Ben Wells. Yeah. Ben Wells probably had a quieter game than he would like. He lost the ball a couple of times, but he still had a very good game. Yeah. That's been hypercritical. Um, the defence looked really... I thought Angus McDonald, we didn't mention this on the live show, I thought Angus McDonald did his job really, really well last night. You say yeah. that, right? You say that. There was a run in the first half. Where no, but there was a run in the first half where uh, I think Cook should have got a foot in, but then I can't remember who it was. But he's just running through the box, he takes a turn inside, and McDonald's just lets him turn inside. <laughs> he takes a shot on there, that's a shot on goal, and it's just little things like that. If that's against, I don't know, Bournemouth, it's in league Middlesbrough. yeah, but if yeah, well, no, but Middlesbrough they weren't good quality, I don't think that's how they get points. But if there's someone against Bournemouth or someone quality, they score. And that's not good enough, I don't think. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I don't know. I mean, it, I it, it was already in the box by the time he got to McDonald, and there's not much McDonald can do other than jockey him. He can't put. Yeah. He can't really put a challenge in once he's in the box. Yeah, but once he turns inside, at least try and block a shot or something. Just let him. I I don't know. I'm not a central defender. Very harsh. So. Um, I suppose. 
Icky and Woody were very, very good. Uh, they, get, they put the team in the midweek out, didn't they? Uh, the Football League. Yeah. And they put, they put a couple of you know really good players in. Yeah. Harding, uh, Ihikwe. Unbelievably, no Smith or Crooks in it, though. Which is... Yeah. Oliver Sundu uh, in it as well. Yeah. Uh, and Warney, obviously, got manager of the uh, of the midweek as well. Um, one final player we're going to talk about before we move on to Swansea is Jamal Blackman. Um, yes. I said this on the like, live show last night. If you think that Blackman's kicking's bad, go and watch Bettinelli from Middlesbrough keeper from last night because his kicking was horrendous, <laughs> and he's a, he's a former Premier League keeper. So, yeah. is he on uh, Fulham and Villa? Yes, he's on loan from Fulham at the minute. Who at Villa? Were, isn't he? Don't know. I think he's been elsewhere. Yeah. Um, he, he, he were keeping Rodak out of the team when we had Rodak on loan. Yeah. That's who we're in net for Fulham. Yeah, unbelievably. Um, his kicking was it was okay last night. I think there were maybe one or two that went a bit wayward, but for the most part, it was fine. Um, there was a save in the second half when it was only 1-0, which he pulled off a fantastic save. He came rushing out, made himself massive, and he got a very strong hand on it, Ben, didn't he? Which one was this? Blackman's save. The, the save oh, Blackman. Made. I thought you meant Bettinelli. I was like, oh, which one's this? <laughs> um, the Blackman one, which one? Who shot it? I don't know. Hey, hey, point blank, yeah, it was a point blank save. He came rushing out, took it, took a defender out or an attacker. I can't remember. He just ran through somebody anyway. Uh, the ball had been pulled back to the penalty spot. Uh, oh, yeah, where he punched it, where he punched it out. It wasn't really saved. Ben, you were close. He punched it out with his leg. Um, oh, no, I don't know. the one that Ben's talking about there, I think, is a much better save in the first half. Uh, where he's, he's come out and punched across, he's come through about four players uh, and, and punched across away. I thought he was outstanding last night. I genuinely think it's his best game for us. I thought he commanded his area from corner to corner, didn't he? You know, I mean, he went out coming out of people's feet up, right on the edge of 18 yard box. And uh, there were a couple of times in that first half where he, we ended up, he ended up straying quite away from his goal. Uh, which initially I'm thinking, what you're doing? But there were no defenders helping him out. He was, he were, he were really left with no option but to do what he did. I, I really impressed with Blackman last night. Um, very, very good, very good. Yeah. So he's obviously showing what he can do now. Yeah, I agree. Uh, we're on a good little run now. Uh, what's that? Seven points from three games. Uh, yeah. The last time we had a run like this in the championship, we went on um, a nine-game unbeaten run last in the championship. But we only picked up uh, nine points from seven games. Mm. We've almost got that amount of points from three games, and that's yeah. the difference between this. This this needs to be the difference between yeah. now and last time. We we were asked with nine game unbeaten run, eight draws, which is yeah. fine. If you're winning some after that or before that, we didn't yeah, win absolutely. anywhere near enough. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris Nichols has uh, just put here on on the. Uh, on the text, uh, consistency is what we need now, and that's precisely, precisely mm. right. If we could consistently perform at that level or, or close to that level for the rest of the season, we are going to be way miles away from the relegation zone. It, relegation is not going to even be in anybody's thoughts come back end of March, April, no. if if we can keep continue maintain that level of performance. Um, we said it a few times on that on this podcast. And certainly on the run up to Christmas, when things weren't looking so great, that we we tend to be a second half of the season team club, if you like. Um, 
certainly for the past two or three years that's been the case hopefully we said it at the, at the Everton game as well or after the Everton game that hopefully this will be a turning point that performance and it seems to have been mm. just that um, yeah. the performances from that point onwards have been outstanding and like Chris says consistency now this is this is the type part of the season where you need to start putting in consistent performances yeah Definitely. could not agree more um uh, we are now at finally we're now at the end of January and we're finally at the halfway stage of the season which is great it's not a boxing day halfway the thing is right though, the next month is the shortest calendar month in the year right we've got the most games how many games we've got eight or seven or what what is it so ridiculous. Um, ridiculous but unfortunately that's t- I guess that's eight. the day of the season isn't it you know, yeah four- and we've got eight games, so it's two games a week, which we which we've been talking yeah. about for a while now. True. Yeah. I, it's key for us though that we've uh, the opposite again, it's the opposite to last time, sort of that uh, we started off quite well in the championship last time out. Uh, I think we're seventeenth or eighteenth stuck st- doing pretty well, but then we tailed off. Yeah. Whereas this time we started off relatively snowy, we've you know we've not been terrible, but yeah. we started off inconsistent. And now, in the right, you know, in the new year, we've started to find a bit of consistency, trying to put some performances together, and yeah. this is the right time to do it. When, especially when games are coming thick and fast, it helps to have that momentum, and uh, we've got to carry that into Saturday, even though it's going to be a tough game. Definitely, yeah, agree. yeah. Um, so Swansea City on Saturday. Do you want to mention anything else on the Middlesbrough game before we move on? Uh, any final thoughts about how how good it was? No, I go. <clears throat> uh, we, I mean, we covered it in in some some depth, didn't we, in the live stream uh, after the game? So um, it was just fantastic, great to see. Really, really pleased with it, and uh, move on. We have to move on, don't we? Yeah, I agree, and we will move on. Uh, Swansea City come up on on Saturday. They are in a very, very good run at the minute. They're unbeaten in seven games, eight games if you count the league. Um, they. Drew on Wednesday night to Brentford, 1-1, having Kyle Norton sent off, which is a bit of a bonus for us because Kyle Norton's obviously a very experienced player. To have him not in their team uh, is very, very good for us. Um, we good played- thing as well is uh, Sheffield lad, so he'd have been right up for it, wouldn't he? Probably, yeah. Um, uh, it's the 80th meeting between the two clubs on Saturday, which feels like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, were they... Were they- the lower leagues were they like have they been in Championship League One? Are they not a yeah. big club? Not historically a big club, no. Wow. Um, a lot of, a lot of the games have been the old division twos and threes. Uh, there's I, I don't other than when we played them last time in the championship, last time we were up in the championship, I don't think we played them in second tier since like the sixties. Yeah. It's been it's yeah. been a long old while. Uh, yeah, since, we're good games, Mick. We're good games. The ones in sixties, particularly, were, um, were were always close for affairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, uh, the, the last time we, we played in the championship, last time out, the last time before before that was nineteen sixty old league division two, which was nineteen sixty four when they were Swansea Town, not Swansea City. Oh, was that Mick? That was did you go to that game? <laughs> yeah, I went to the ones away. Um, Vetch Field, weren't it? Their, their ground, yeah. I think. It was, yeah. yeah those days. Um, um, lovely ground. 
We also played them in the playoff. Uh, sorry, our first ever playoff in the 1988, which was a Division Three slash four playoff where the, it's like a Scotland where the bottom team, uh, yeah. like the third, third bottom team in the division, division above, plays like well, the third team in the division division below. What to see who goes into the division above? Yeah, it's quite a, it's quite a complicated way of doing it. Still do it in Germany as well. Um, it didn't last very long, but we lost anyway. Scotland, so. though, eh? they still do it sort of. In, yeah, they have took they've done it in Scotland now, and I don't understand why the English playoff system is the best yeah. in the world. It's unrivaled in in what it produces in terms of entertainment quality and fairness for me as well. So much easier as well. Yeah, it seems to understand. Uh, in Scotland, they have a playoff quarter final. It's bizarre. It, it's uh, easy if you're a Rotherham fan, eh? Because we just win them all the time. So, yeah. well, especially in these years, yeah. Well, most of them, yeah. Oh, yeah. let's not be negative. Come on, yeah. Um, Swansea don't have a very good record in Rotherham. Um, they beat us. They've only beaten us once in eleven meetings in Rotherham. Our away record is not brilliant against them, but they've only beat us once uh, in that time, and that was in two thousand and seven, uh, in when we were in League One. We weren't very good that year. Yeah. Um, Ryan Manning got a double penalty last time we played them in the championship. Um, it's got some good signs towards it, Ben. I, I, not only our performance, but we've got a good historical record against them at home. Yeah. But they are second in the league for a reason. They're awful. They were, they were one of the worst teams I've seen all season. <laughs> I mean, been, we cheated, got cheated out of a point, uh, which is unacceptable again. But, you know, that's Rotherham for you. Um, they were awful. How they're second in the league? Jesus wept. I will never know. They were crap. Their centre back looked like he'd just come down from Bridging. They were awful. You see him? Like he yeah, he just looked like he'd just got up at 12, had his sausage sarnie and come. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> he did not look like a professional footballer. Uh, he was awful as well. But yeah, I'm mm. looking forward to this game because they were awful. Especially if Trio and uh, Sadler went bench. It's going to be an exciting game. For us, anyway. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, the pitch is going to be better, Mick, and that just slightly worry me that the pitch might sort of play into their hands a little bit. Yeah, possibly because it was like playing a ploughed field at their place, weren't it? It was. It was as bad as a bad a surface as I've seen at a mm. professional game since 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 Swillsborough. You know, since the beach yeah. of Swillsborough. Um, I can't. I honestly. Derby's were bad, but it were, I thought I think Swansea's was worse, um, but by some distance. So, yeah, it might play into their hands. But uh, listen, if we put the same sort of performance in, they are going to have their hands full. If they play to their capabilities, you know, second division and, and however many million pounds their players are worth, if they play to that that uh, that level, mm. then we should lose. You know, it's 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 as simple as that. Uh, but we will play at a high, a really high uh, level, intensity-wise. Um, mm. Whether they can cope with it, it, we'll have to wait and see. If they can't, then they're going to be in trouble. They will definitely be in trouble. Uh, mm. I, I'm confident that we're going to continue now in the same vein. Uh, things are starting to turn around, and we're getting that rub of the green that we weren't getting. Uh, in the first part of the season, but on top of that, um, you know the players are starting to perform consistently all, right across, uh, right across the pitch. But maybe that's why we get Rupert Green in it. Um, you know, you make your own look. 
True. Uh, very true. Uh, they've got the fourth best away record in the division. Um, but with the form we're in, that counts for nothing. Like you said, we turned up like we did on Wednesday, then it doesn't matter. Um, the yeah. issue is it's it's a Wednesday to Saturday game. We ain't got that extra. When you play Tuesday, you get that extra day. But yeah. they've got the same situation. They, they had a much more much tougher game than we did. They went to Brentford and picked up a point, which is a very tough place to go and pick up anything. So hopefully yeah. they'll be feeling the same effects that we are. Um, we're recording before any team news realistic has been put out, but I think there was talk last night from Warner that there's potential that Crooks might be struggling for Saturday, um, which is a big issue. It, it would mean a big jigger, especially if Barlaz is not fit as well. Yeah. And then it means we'd have to completely rejig the formation. Um, maybe for, maybe go back to a four four two, but then you, you're going to put a right right side of midfield to there. You, you could put uh, Giles on left, but then. It's it's going to create all sorts of issues if he's not fit. If, if this is a week later and sadly it's fit, then it's not really a problem. You just sadly sadly is number ten. Off yeah. you go. Yeah. Um, we don't know what the, what level of fitness Chio and, and sadly have got to yet, do we? No. Yeah, they've been they've been back in full training for it will be almost a football. Well, it be a, it will be a fortnight, won't it? I think mm. will it uh, by the time we get to Saturday or virtually anyway. Almost. Yeah. Um, yeah so. That they will have been keeping themselves as fit as they possibly can, won't they? Within the within the bounds of what they've been, the injuries yeah. that they've had. But um, be lovely to see them two back, particularly Chio. I just can't wait to see him back in a Rotherham United shirt. Cannot wait. I agree. Uh, the option, the other option, Ben, is to put Freddie or Hurst in. Um, Hurst came on against Middlesbrough, did okay. Could could and should have scored if he hadn't been a fouled. If, if he hadn't been fouled, he almost certainly would have got a goal because Smith played it on a plate for him. Yeah, it's work rate, isn't there? It's not. I don't think it's much so much work rate. I think it's where to apply the work rate. He, mm. he runs about, but he don't put it in the right places. Like Smith is smart where he puts his work rate mm. and defends okay. from the foot. Hurst does it in, in really smart with it. He'll He'll press in the wrong situation or something. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But he's a young kid. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, playing Freddie or Hurst, I think Smith should stay up top by himself. I mean, I mean like if Crooks said, is not fit. That's what I mean. But like he said, yeah. if Crooks is not fit, then you're gonna have a problem. Uh, this is why I don't think we should have let Vasco. Probably this is well, not should have let him go, but this is he should have waited to let him go. I think. Talk to somebody else. Until, until Sadly is fit, uh, I thought. But yeah, I want to see Sadly back in a shirt because he didn't really get a run in. He had mm. what a game, two games. His second game, he got injured. No, uh, it wasn't so, that, but it weren't many. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I I can't wait for him to be back. Like you said, Chio as well. Oh, wow, well, wow. There might be some tears of joy when he comes back. But, uh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah. yeah. Will you be disbanding the uh, Matt Lusbundy fan club and starting a Geo and Benny fan club? No. No. <laughs> no. No in here. <laughs> play together, they can have a joint fan club. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> yeah. It'd be, uh, it's going to be really good. Well, it's potentially going to be really good. It's going to be a fascinating game. Whether we win or lose, it's going to be fascinating. I'm really interested to see how it goes. There's two teams that are going to be very tired after two midweek, good midweek performances. Um, I don't know how we're going to line up. We're going to have two minutes now predicting the team, but it's difficult to pick, mate, because I would be surprised mm. if Shawnee Mack can complete another 90 minutes. Potentially, we're talking that Crooks might not be fit. 
would you bring Giles in for Harding? Although Harding was very, very good. Is that then harsh on Harding? Could you then move to a different formation? But Harding's a right back. Matt Lusundi is a right winger. Then would you put left back? There's so many different things. I, I've got an I've got an idea who I think should play. If you if you're uh, listening, morning. Yeah, if you're listening, but it means playing two up front, which is a, a bit iffy. So I don't know. I got obviously Blackman in net, Harding yeah. right back. Yeah. Woody, Nicky at back, centre-backs. Giles, left-back. Okay. Or Sunday, right-wing. Lindsay and either Shawnee Mark or... Uh, no, I put Wiles on left. Because they're also going to play on left. Okay. you got to play on Lindsay and McDonald. Lindsay and McDonald, Lindsay and Barlas, Lindsay and Crooks. There's got to be one of them fit. They can share 90 minutes between them, surely. And then Smith and um, Alfredo Hurst. That's probably the, the team that you can play. The only thing I would argue with that one is you could put Giles as a left winger and then put Clark Robertson as left back. Yeah, that's a better might, option. That. It might be. Just, it just gives a bit more defensive cover at left back, doesn't it? That's a bit. Yeah, it gives. Yeah, that's probably a better uh, solution. It clearly depends on what the injury state, injury situation is, doesn't it? Uh, or injury and illness state, uh, situation. Yeah. Uh, if Barlaz is back, then you would you would expect him to come straight back into the team. Um, if if Crooks is injured, I think if Crooks is injury, if Crooks is not fit, that will be the biggest headache. I think. Um, I think I'd like to say that I saw something from Hurst last night that I've not seen before. I want to say it. I don't know what it was. I can't put my finger on it. That sounds ridiculous. I can't put my finger on it. It just seemed to be slightly different. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was. It just seemed more involved. It just seemed more dangerous. Now, I don't know whether that's because of how effective Smithy was yesterday or whether it was just... I, I don't know what it was. But I, 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 can, I can see why... People are interested in him. And I don't know. Again, I can't put my finger on it, so don't ask me to explain why. It just just seemed different yesterday. Yeah. So he's he needs, he needs help, doesn't he? And, and, and that's clear for everybody to see. Uh, I don't think he's played with Smith. If he has played with Smith, it was before Smith hit his stride. Mm. So it might... It might it, it, I found it very interesting, very, very interesting that he brought a Hurst on and not Freddie. Yeah. That is very telling that he clearly prefers Hurst at the minute to, to Freddie. And... Freddie, we all know Freddie is a goal threat because of what because of what he's done in the past. But Hurst is clearly doing something in training for wanting to put Hurst in ahead of Freddie, which is surprising, Ben. But you've got to put trust in money, haven't you? Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> well, we have to first of all because uh, we can't do anything about it. But True. yeah, I agree. I've got my trust in him. He's been at the club what four years now, five years nearly. Uh, Oh, Freddie! No, one. Uh, Two hundred games. Two hundred one games now. I, don't I know think it was twenty sixteen, wasn't it? Four or five years, whatever yes. it is. Yes, you've you're right. Have, you've got to have um, faith in him. He's a good manager. He's got mm. us back up to the championship twice. We've got relegated once, but uh, I'd, I'd argue that weren't our fault. But you know, nah. I've been serious. I genuinely would. 
but yeah, I have faith in him. I've got faith in everyone at the club at the minute. It's such such a different, uh, unique culture, which is how you succeed in football. So. I agree. Yeah. Um, we've got Philippi Flop, who agrees with Mick on Hurst. Um, he thinks that it will come good with a run in the team. Uh, yeah, I agree. He's, he's got the makings of a decent player. He just needs to start putting it together, and hopefully he will. Uh, if he's going to start getting a chance of, ahead of Freddie, then he's going to have some chances between now and the end of the season. He's just got to start taking them. Uh, he, it's, it's all down to Hurst at this point to take those chances as and when he gets them. It, it is, and unfortunately, Freddie, I think, has had more opportunity. Well, it's not unfortunate. Freddie's had more opportunity to, mm. to prove that he's, he, can, he can compete at this level. And whenever he's, whenever he's come on, virtually every time, apart from right at the very beginning of the season, he's reverted back to type yeah. and, and, you know, bad decision-making, turning the wrong way, not being in the right place, shooting when he shouldn't be shooting, not passing when he should be passing. You know, we've, we've, we've gone, in, gone over it time and again. I, I'm not convinced that Freddie's at a stage in his career where he's going to change Hurst, on the, on the other hand. He's uh, a blank page, isn't he? It's a blank page, and, and if it, playing with somebody like Michael Smith, that is the type of player I would argue that he would like to aspire to. It's a very sim- Smithy is a very similar player. Well, not very similar, but he's a similar player to what Hurst's dad was. He's a big, strong centre forward, a, a little bit different, more in the Shearer mould rather than the Michael Smith mould, but nevertheless. You know, he's a big, strong centre-forward. Um, so, I, I assume that that's what Ersti will want to aspire to. He'll want to aspire to what to be as good, if not better, than his dad was. Um, so, you know, Michael Smith is a decent, not a bad player to be learning off, particularly with the form that he's in at the moment. Yeah, completely agree. Um, you've got a couple of people agree. Have you ever had this many people agree with you, Mick? I've been calling all my mates before. Is this, I, so is this just you on different accounts? Is this with you on different accounts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Chris Wright said, I agree with Mick Hurst to score his first goal on Saturday. Um, it would. If, if, if Crooks is not fit, then I suppose you could just stick through the same formation, 3-5-2, and go two up top, like we, we, like we did do with Smith and Bass for a few times. Um, it's a quick turnaround, which doesn't help. Yeah. I mentioned that already. Um I don't like these quick turnarounds. Doesn't suit us. It suits us to play tactic Tuesday. Too late, without. Oh well, no, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's we clearly had to do it for one reason or another. It just doesn't suit us. I'm hoping it doesn't suit Swansea either, uh, which we'll mm. find out. I suppose they'll probably have a bigger squad than us. Um, yeah. Predictions for the score, if you would like to go for, go first, Mick. Ooh, thanks. I hadn't thought about this. Okay. It's not it's not why you ask me this question on every single podcast that we do, is it? You know what I mean? No, well, so, I'll give you some stats before you decide. So we've got, what, seven really? goals in three games. Um, we have conceded three in those three games, but two clean sheets out of those three. Uh, obviously, Everton conceded one as well. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> goals in well, those three games. I, I, what I would say is that Swansea, for me, are as bad a team as I've seen all season that we've played against, much like Stoke were. They don't seem to me to be a free-scoring team. No. Um, so I'm going to go for three apiece. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I went, I, I, uh, yeah, 3-3. Uh, three, three. Right. 
You're right, they don't score two goals. Just looking through their fixture list, uh, in the league, they've not scored, them, scored more than two goals in a game. Um, they beat uh, Forest 5-1 in Cup, but yeah. Forest are terrible. Um, so, well, yeah, they're not, they're not free scoring. They were Cup, so Forest probably had under-14s, didn't they? No, they were just crap. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, ben, what did you assess? You, you, you give me a score, yeah? I two nil, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there'll be goals. I'm going to go draw 2 2, uh, similar to the Bournemouth game what, a month or two ago. Um, similar, similar to that. Hopefully, hopefully, Smith can keep this run going, if, if either scoring or getting involved in the goals. Because even with Smith, even with Crooks' first goal yesterday, it came from Smith attacking. Yeah, it did, yeah. Um, I'm uh, really, really positive about this little run. This is the best little run. It's only three games, four if you count the Everton game in terms of performances. But there's a lot of positives at the minute. Yeah, I, uh, I just hope if we do lose on Saturday, which is entirely possible, because even though they were rubbish against us, they're clearly a good team to be up in second. Yeah, yeah. If we don't win, I hope it's not like one of them we come crashing down to earth and we're going on a bad run. We've got yeah, to keep that confidence high. Yeah, after Lord Mayor's show and all that, um, you never know, do you? You just, no. you just don't know. But I, I think I don't think you can discount the Everton game out of that run. I think, no, I think I the game was key. Uh, surprisingly, the one that we didn't want, you know, uh, yeah. it, anyway. So, yeah, uh, I have done a ref watch actually, believe it or not. Uh, Tony Harrington is the uh, referee on Saturday. He has not refereed us this season at all yet. Uh, the last time he refereed us was when we were in the championship last time, all at home, uh, a 4 0 defeat to West Brom, a 4 2 defeat to Brentford. But interestingly, he uh, officiated over our 2 1 win over Swansea City. Two penalties uh, as well, aren't it? Two penalties. So, I tell you what, Tony, if you're listening or watching, same again Saturday, happy days. I'll slip you that tenor in. <laughs> uh, yeah. And if it's two penalties, I'll, I'll, I'll bang a crate of Stella in there and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. But I, I've not, I've not seen. I don't know anything of the, of the bloke, um, so can't pass comment. Um, realistically, not. I think he's done forty nine yellow cards in 20, 20 games, a couple of reds. So it doesn't. It just. It looks like an average Joe uh, in terms of his um, overzealousness. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. I- I'm sure he'll be as crap as the rest of them. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. We didn't really talk about the ref last last night, but I suppose all, all I'm going to say is he was rubbish. If anybody didn't watch the game, he had a terrible game. The referee, just in general, it was a very stop start refereeing performance in terms of giving lots of fouls. Um, yeah, yeah, crap. Uh, like I said last night, he's, a frust- he's clearly a frustrated midfielder, isn't he? Because he just spent all game breaking play up. Uh, that's yeah. all. Uh, so yeah. useless, rubbish. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's it. Um, we will call that there. Thank you, everybody, for listening, watching. Uh, Winters off is going live on YouTube, so thanks to all who are watching YouTube, and thanks to all who are listening to the podcast. We really appreciate everybody getting involved. Um, I, we did the live show. We were doing another live on on Saturday, pre-match and post-match. Um, would you like to know a little stat? I think we, I think we were bringing Rodham some good luck because every time we've done a post-match live show, we've won. Yeah. So that's. You do you know why that is? Do you know why that is? Because if we lose, I'm not doing one. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> True. I don't want to know because I'll just be. I'll just. I'm not. I mean, podcasts are all about talking, aren't they? And I ain't talking if we've lost. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so get involved in that as and when. If, if we'll tweet it out and Facebook it out, and just if you just reply to it, reply to it, we can see the comments and we can get you involved in the show uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter because where it'll be live. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're going to be doing a couple of videos. We're going to spend five, ten minutes going through how we think we're going to have to set up when Chio and Sadler come back in uh, at yeah. some point in the next few days because it's a fascinating topic and it's going to be really interesting how we do it. Uh, the transfer window is coming to a close, so I'm sure we'll do a transfer window special as well. Um, if you uh, if you haven't already, subscribe on iTunes and Spotify as well for the podcast part. Like the Facebook page, follow us on Twitter, um, and keep getting involved. We really appreciate in the last night we had 20, 28, 30 comments, something like that, from you guys getting involved. We tried to get everybody in, so thanks everybody that did. Uh, we've got an email, ufcpod at gmail.com. So if you want to give us some feedback or tell us something or want us to include something in future, just let us know and we'll chuck it. This is this show, this is much, this is as much for you guys as it is for us. Um, especially if we're not going at games, it's you know, all trying to just it's what we sort of do after the game normally. After, you know, when you're walking back to the car or whatever, you just yeah, yeah. chat with your mates about how crap it was or how good it was. It's the idea, particularly during these times. I think it's uh. I'm hoping you're enjoying it. Um, Mick, are you enjoying it? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. Uh, it's, it, I, I, particularly, I mean, last night was fantastic. We got a lot of people involved after the game. Uh, the comments were coming in thick and fast and, and looking at some of the figures of, of, of how many people have looked at the videos uh, is, is phenomenal, really. So just thank you. And if, uh, but please get involved because it's, it's about all of us. Uh, it's all about obviously supporting the club and, and everything else. So, um, so yeah, please just get involved. Uh, we are looking. We've got the Sky Games coming up. I don't know whether you want to mention that, Matt. Uh, yeah, so because obviously when it's on Sky, they can't have iFollow live. I uh, know for a fact, or I assume everybody else is the same as me, I don't really want to watch Sky's coverage. I can't stand their, their championship uh, pundits are in the championship because they're not very good. If they were good enough, they'd be punditing on Premier League. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's basically how, how I feel about it. Um, so we're going to do some. Uh, if anybody's familiar with YouTube, you'll see watch alongs where the people just watch the game and not necessarily commentate on it, but talk through it. Um, that we're going to potentially do those. How is it? Bournemouth, Forest, and Piggies. We've got to tell it, I think. Something like that, yeah. Something like that. Um, we don't want to do it during non-match games because we want you to pay tenor so the club gets the money. <laughs> but when it's Sky, yeah. I couldn't care less. <laughs> no, so. no, absolutely. Uh, the idea is, I guess, will be to turn turn commentary down and, and all of us, not just us three, but everybody else, get involved with your comments and everything else and let's let's have a chat about the game while it's going on. So uh, so we don't have to... Uh, just look out for it. We'll, we'll advertise them. There'll be titled Plucky Little Rotherham. Uh, just on behalf of Sky, just to make sure that they're aware, you know, that uh, that we are a plucky little team, and um, you know, and uh, we'll see how it goes. I, what I am impressed with as well, by the way, for everybody that's listening, crack on, keep going with these teams like Rotherham hashtag <laughs> because it was trending last night. I'm sure trending. Listen to me, I'm I'm well into well into new stuff. Aren't I? But anyway, it was all over Twitter last night. Fantastic, yeah. love it, absolutely love it. So yes. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have a mug. I'm getting myself a mug with teams like Rotherham. 
So I'm going to join Ben's Battle of Sunday fan club merchandise non existent shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't I'll wear it if he scores. <laughs> He's scored once. Anyway, we've been going yeah. on forever now. We've, we've... We played well, um, I'll wear it up close, man. Yeah. If he gets uh, set, wearing it. Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks all. Really appreciate you uh, getting involved and everything else. Uh, ben, uh, it's been a pleasure. You're welcome. Uh, and we'll see you all again. This will be out Friday morning for the podcasters. Oh, we'll just end the podcast. For out, out. This will be out on Friday. And we'll see you all hopefully before and after the game for the pre, pre and post match live shows on Saturday when we'll hopefully bring in another three points for the Mighty Millers. Cheers for listening, guys. And we'll see you all soon.